The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Good morning. It's beautiful. I'm out here in Chestertown, Maryland. Never even heard of it. Had a family wedding. Had to get the show out. Priorities. I'm on the clock. Had a late night last night. Wife's like, what are you doing getting up so early? Gotta go to work. Gotta pay the bills. That's how you do it. Notebook wagering. Like it. What's going on, Smitty? What's well, good morning, everybody. I tweeted out. We're early risers. We're going to put the work in. We're going to put out a quality show. We're going to try to get some people, some winners today and tomorrow. Tomorrow's our big day because, man, I'm here with Q. Q is absolutely killing it. I'm doing pretty well myself So in the NFL. So we're going to get after it, man. Let's let's tackle into some quick college football games, and then let's get after the NFL. All right, we'll start with college. Hey, I wanted to ask you real quick. It's just, a you know, obviously I'm a Gators fan. If they beat LSU on the road, does Edo get fired tomorrow? Mm. You know, I, I, I think I think I think Edo's in some. I think he's in some trouble. There's no doubt. I, I think sometimes when you the season, I mean, how many more games do we have? I just play it out. We got roughly four. I mean, I I don't know. I would just let him play it out and uh, then go in a different direction. I, you know, I think he's one that is in very in a lot of trouble. Now, you got to like we just said off air, it, he's losing a lot of talent right now. They're hurt. Guys are you know having surgery. So LSU, yeah, and I was high on LSU. You go back to one of our SEC shows. Yeah. I thought they were going to rebound pretty well, and they just have not. So I think he's in trouble for his job. I mean, we could sit here. We just said about Manny uh, Diaz at Miami. He's probably going to be out. I think you're going to have a lot of coaches uh, gone here in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. Hey, speaking of LSU, and then we'll get into the things. So I'm on Twitter, and I can't remember for the life of me who posted it, but there was it was um, top five. I think it was Feinbaum's top five who coach you know candidates, and and it was a couple of big names like Dave Aranda out of Baylor. Uh, that'd be an upgrade, and then there was James Franklin. From a football perspective, I don't know if it's an upgrade LSU overall. Though it was an upgrade from Penn State, I think. Um, but he had Mel Tucker at like number three, and I'm like, how do you take a guy? who shouldn't even have got the Michigan State job. They're playing above their heels, and then you're going to throw them in an LSU job? I just do not see it. I don't even see him making the radar. I would think a guy like Jamie Chatwell, who runs a crazy fast offense and has multiple years of success, would be ahead of him. But I don't know. Maybe they know something better about Mel than me. Well, I'll tell you what. Mel Tucker's doing a really nice job at Michigan State, so it's tough. I, I agree with you. I did not it's think the same that. I thought it was a weird hire there, but I mean, what a great year they're having now. I have a little surprise for him today, but um, you can't take that away from Mel Tucker doing a great job. Has that program really turned around and they're scoring some points where, you know, the last couple of years under the, the, the last coach, it was very boring games, not a lot of offense. So 
I, that's that's a whole different job and pressure heading down yeah. there. And again, James and James Franklin, you know, we'll talk about because we have a lot of listeners that are Penn State fans and they were pissed off at us because we were kind of joking about Iowa beating them last week, which was all in good fun. Uh, you know, we like the interaction. I even wrote the one guy after on my personal account and DM them and said, thanks for the interactions because it's all for fun. Oh yeah. And Penn State has a good team. They played extremely well. It's too bad Clifford got hurt in that game. I'm glad Iowa won because I had him <laughs> and that's cash and a ticket. And I don't like Penn State that much. Um, but James, it'd be crazy for James Franklin. I just can't see why James Franklin would go anywhere. I mean, we've talked about this with the USC. I mean, Steve Tannehill on the show has talked about it. Why would you go out to USC? Same thing. I I just, why would you go to LSU? I don't know. I mean, he is the, and the thing is, he is like right now the number one recruiting class coming in. Why are you walking away from that? I, I just, I don't know. It's, I, and I'm not, I don't think James Franklin's a great X and O guy. I think he can recruit and he keeps, the, keeps the program right there every year. There's no doubt. But he's point oh though. They just can't win the big game. That's it. I would, it would, to me, it would be crazy if James Franklin leaves Penn State, especially oh, if absolutely. They'll never force him out. No. I mean, growing up from that area and then just being there a couple of weeks ago, I mean, the atmosphere and those people, that's that's a religion up there, Penn State football. So I think I it'd be crazy. I think – and I, listen, I'm not saying it's not at LSU. I mean, it absolutely is too, but I don't know why you'd want to leave Penn State. Well, at LSU, if you haven't beat Bama in three, three to four years and you're not competing for a national title, uh, you're out. James Franklin can do – the same thing every year, 10, 11 wins, lose to Ohio State every year, and he's getting a contract extension. Probably. Well, you know what I mean? So, I don't the know. Same, it's the same before we go in. It's the same thing with me with Harbaugh at Michigan. Like, you know, I I had the seven and a half over. I, I hope they keep winning. I don't know if they'll beat Ohio State, and that's the big that's the big game. But who else? Are you going to get rid of him? Yeah. Who else I'm, are you going to go get? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it. Like, you know, Matt Campbell, everybody, oh, Matt Campbell, Matt Campbell. Can't no. No, Matt Campbell hasn't done anything. I mean, the he – coach that would fit there, in my opinion, is Luke Fickle. Yeah, that's that would be probably the best one right now. So, we'll have to see. All right, well, speaking of Mel Tucker, let's just jump right in. we got a couple – I know you had a game – you had a line on this one, so we'll talk about it really quick. So, number 10, Penn State is traveling on the road. Michigan State. Michigan. I'm sorry, not Penn State. We we're talking, got me confused there. Ten, number 10, Michigan State on the road in Indiana. Indiana is getting four at home over under 48. I know you love this place, so I'll let you take the floor. Well, I, I'm just going off from one of our guests that we've had on, and I really like his content. And it's uh, Tim Murray from VEASAN. He's been on this game now. Sean King, we've had him on the show also. I'm going to drop some names of some people that have been on this show. He loves Michigan State. He has them like ranked in his top like three or, or like top five every week and stuff. But uh, just with the, the people that are on state and the line hasn't really moved, I just kind of like. Now, I was just at the Penn State Indiana game. Was not impressed with Indiana at all. Uh, quarterback got hurt. The backup was okay. Not a lot of explosive players, I don't think, on this team. But just looking at the line, it's a line play. And, again, I respect Tim's opinion a lot. 
I took Indiana. They're coming off a bye. So I took Indiana in a teaser up six more points and I got them at 10. And I am, I'm just going to jump into this game cue that I matched it with. Uh, I'm going to go against the Hawkeyes in this uh, Hawkeyes. Great. Iowa's defense is unbelievable. Offense is eh. Purdue, I believe is coming off a bye and they like to throw. I mean, Iowa can stop the run really well. Well, Purdue's going to throw the ball. Now their secondary is really talented too, but in a teaser, I like Purdue up to 17 and a half. So last night I locked this in. I have Indiana at home plus 10 Purdue on the road plus 17 and a half. And that's a six point teaser. That's one of my plays today. Yeah. I'll be interested in that, that Purdue Iowa game. Is this a letdown game? You know, this, this obviously you just be Penn state and Iowa. Um, is this where they we're really going to see what this team's about during this stretch? Do they just keep the momentum and they keep, you know, top five ranking, or is this a game that, you know, or another game coming up that they just have a letdown and they kind of let their season slip away because in my opinion, well, I mean, you could get it. There's, there's a couple undefeated teams right now, but they're probably, if they beat Purdue, they're, they're definitely going to the uh, big 10 championship, I think for the West. Uh, but you know, they could still get there, I think, if Purdue loses uh, a Western game. But then you'd have to beat Ohio State, uh, which is going to be extremely tough. I think C.J. Stroud's coming into his own. So this will be a tell- telltale sign of where the Iowa season's headed in this game, in my opinion. So I'll be interested in that. Um, another game that's, that's pretty solid on the noon slate. We're only going to touch a couple here because, like I said, Smitty and I could jump out of a boat right now in the Atlantic Sea and not hit water. Uh, which is very uncommon for us. But Auburn is going to Fayetteville to play Arkansas. Number 17, Arkansas, is coming off of two losses. Last week was gut-wrenching. You go for two. I told you, Smitty, go for the tie and extend this game. What happens? They go for two. They have a piss-poor play, and it just gets batted down. Uh, I thought had they tied it up, they would have had the momentum uh, against Old Miss. You only needed one stop. You didn't get it. Here we are, two losses in a row. But you are laying four and a half against an Auburn team that I just don't understand. You know, you see Bo Nix, who looks like a Heisman quarterback against LSU, and then he goes and has a complete dud last week. Uh, And I said that. What Bo Nix do you get, you know, playing Georgia? Now, obviously, Georgia's a powerhouse, but we still saw the same thing. Great Bo Nix two weeks ago, bad Bo Nix last week. What are we going to see this week? You know, are you going to run with Tank Bigsby? Arkansas can stop the run. We saw them stop B. John Robinson, one of the top three running backs in the country. So that's going to be a challenge for them. And then we see Arkansas. Can they bounce back after two losses at home? It's probably good that they're playing Auburn at home. I think they do. I did tell you, I think Pittman's team was going to regress. They were going to get a couple losses. We've seen that. But I think they're going to bounce back because that program and that quarterback is heading into the right direction. I think they pick up win number five today. Yeah, I, I kind of like them going for two. Now, I don't like the, the play call. The play call was really bad in that situation. But I did like them going for two on the road, just trying to get the win and get out of there. But it backfired on them. I mean, call a better play than what they did. I don't I, even know what they ran. I don't I, think they ran. No, nah, it was it was real. It was a bad play. Um, <laughs> I, I I like Arkansas at home today. I, I'd probably take the four minus four and a half and take the the Hogs to get this. Just, yeah, I mean, I think you said it extremely well with Auburn. What team are you going to get? I think they're an okay team. I kind of do. I like Bo Nix, but he's just, what Bo Nix are you going to get? And I feel like they should pound the ball, but like you said, they stopped the run okay. 
I think Arkansas wins. I think this is a bounce back. They come back off a tough loss, and I think they win. I think they can win anywhere from maybe seven points. So I would take I would take the minus four and take Arkansas. All right, we're gonna stay at the noon slate. We got a top twenty five matchup. Twenty five Texas coming off that bad loss to Oklahoma, and then there you are laying three and a half. I think it's actually down to three now. Uh, they're playing at home against Okie State. Okie State, 5-0, ranked 12th in the country, just came out of nowhere. I mean, I, I, they weren't even on my radar. And here we are. They're a top 15 team. I actually like Texas. I want to say this line started at 5.5. I know Texas had that heartbreaking loss, but I really like Steve Sarkeesian there. I like their quarterback, Casey Thompson, B. John Robinson. They're going to score. I mean, they, they, they're going to score against anybody. Um I think we see Okie State regress. I mean, it's the Mike Gundy. It's eight and four. You know, they're five and zero oh now. We've seen them have these five and zero, oh, six and zero oh starts, and then they lose. You know, three out of the next four. I think going on the road to Texas. I think Sark, like I said, has this program in the right direction. I think they're hungry and they're going to be pissed off. Um, and they want another rematch. They want to be number two, and they want another rematch in the Big Twelve Championship because they don't have a conference. You know, East and West or whatever. It's just number one and number two in the conference. They play each other. So I think they really want to, you know, avenge that loss. And I think they start it today. I actually liked them at five and a half. I think they win by roughly seven to ten. Uh, but, it, you know, if you get a lower number, good for you. Yeah, I jumped on this earlier in the week. I, I jumped on Okie State I, coming off a bye. Texas coming off a really tough game and a game they should have had and they lost. So I jumped on Okie State when they were plus five. So I took them in a teaser. I have them up to plus 11 and I matched them with, and we'll jump into this game. We can jump into this game next. And I took Missouri um, at home off a, I'm going to play a team that's coming off a real big win. And I jumped Missouri at 15 and a half in a teaser. So Okie State plus 11 and Missouri plus 15 and a half. That is another official play for me. I'll just touch on this one real quick because I do have a play on it. I brought down Virginia to minus nine and a half just to cover that 10 number. A little juiced, but I like it against Duke. Duke is horrid. They, I believe they lost their first game this year to Charlotte, and they got blown out at that. Uh, so I like Virginia and Brennan Armstrong on the home field to dominate that one. Um, hey, do we want to bring up the 330 powerhouse game? 0-5 Arizona playing 1-4 Colorado. Just give me a pick. I'm, I'm taking Colorado in the points if I had to have a, a play on it. I would take Colorado. <laughs> I can, since we're doing these, real, real quick, one more game. Uh, Yale at Connecticut. I'm rolling Yale. They're two and two. I'm rolling <laughs> Yale, too. Take Yale. Hey, uh, I, I took Connecticut dude, last I took Connecticut that. last week against UMass and then let me they down. So never again. Never again. Go Yale. Hey. Speaking, we were talking to Pete Medhurst off the air. He called the under. What hit? The under. The guy knows UMass football. Call the line. He will answer you with winners. Give him a little shout out there. All right. Moving on. We already touched at the 330 Iowa-Purdue. Uh, one game we'll spend like 30 seconds on. I think it's just going to be a good game to watch. Virginia Tech hosting Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett going down the lane stadium on ESPN2. Braxton Beermeister turns. He's starting to look like a pretty solid quarterback down at Tech. That'll just be a shootout. Points, points, points. Over 56 if I had to take a play. Um, what's your thoughts real quick? 
I know you like Pitt. I need need Pitt to win. I had their over at seven uh, future bet. So I love Pickett. I think Pickett, Pickett, excuse me, is a really good quarterback. You know, Pitt's defense, eh. Virginia Tech coming off a very tough loss. They had Notre Dame and they blew it. this man, it's jumped. It really jumped. It opened. I can't remember exactly what it opened at. And um, it was a pick em. I have it in my notebook earlier in the week as a pick em, and it got up to minus five in this. I agree. I think it's a lot of points. Tough at five. I just hope in a way Pitt wins. So my future bet is okay. I would look at the points if you're going to bet it. I'd look for maybe the over. Eddie, I, 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 Kenny Pickett, you're not going to stop him, but tell you Pitt's defense they you know under Narduzzi usually is a powerhouse but I don't they're not really stopping anybody this year so I think Tech will score some points here uh great receiver great quarterback great running back um another powerhouse Western Kentucky one and four playing old Dominion we always got to touch on that that's kind of like slippery rock for uh, my family one and five old Dominion is getting 13 and a half if I had a gun to my head, I'm taking the line with Western Kentucky at minus 13 and a half. ODU destroyed their program by not playing last year, and we're seeing it today. Well, I got to do what I do because all our fans, I bet against Penn State. I go against Virginia. I go against Old Dominion. So guess what? Western Kentucky, roll them today, minus, what is it, 13 and a half. They'll destroy yeah. Old Dominion. I'm glad we're not at the bar watching the game because – Old Dominion's getting 13 and a half, and my wife would hit you with an altar line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget it. The wife minus 30, uh, plus 31 and a half, and she goes, I'm taking the money line. Are you kidding me? Listen, what she, are you doing? Hey, she loves her school. You can, you got to respect it. I love that. it. Hey, Q, I one, game, one game I do, I just want to hit on. We did miss it, and it was in my one teaser. I thought it was later in the day, but – Let's just touch on the Texas uh, A&M Missouri game. You know, Texas, oh, yeah. you know, this is one I matched. I said with Okie State, you know, Texas, a, I can't believe they beat Bama personally. Um, and I, it's just a team that they got two really good running backs. Quarterback hasn't played well, played well in that game. I, I just Missouri can't stop anybody, but they can score. They can score. They, I love their running back. Very good running back. Good quarterback. Defense is really bad, and I believe their best defensive player. I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. I think he's out for the year now, so there's another big loss for him. But like I said, I took Missouri up to 15 and a half. Just a team up coming off a big win, going on the road. Could that be a little letdown spot? And remember, this is a team that was not really doing anything. They went out to Colorado and scored like barely any points. So – I, I, you know, this is one that, like I said, Okie State plus 11, Missouri plus 15 and a half. I like that. I really like the Missouri line there, especially in the teaser. All right, number 11, Kentucky's going on the road to number one, Georgia. Georgia's laying 21 and a half, over under 44 and a half. I think Georgia is 6 and 0 and spreads this year. Uh, I think there goes 7 0 today. I think Kentucky. I'm not saying Kentucky's fraudulent, but I, they they show who they really are this week. And and that Georgia defense, I mean, they could stop some pro teams, in my opinion. They're that good. They're that fast. Um, I, I would confidently lay the 21 and a half. I might buy it down to like 20 and a half or 21. Uh, that way, you get that push or the cover. But I I think they throttle Kentucky. I I mean, nobody's stopping Georgia, in my opinion. As much as I hate to say it. I hate Georgia more than Bama. I think this is Georgia's national championship to lose. 
Well, I like Georgia. Georgia is one of my teams I, I root for every year. I'm glad they're having a good year. Hopefully it continues. I think it's a tricky spot. I think, again, Georgia's going to win. Is this Kentucky team that good? I, I think they're they, I think they're a good team. Are they now in the conversations to hang with Georgia? I don't know about that. I don't think so. Personally, though, I, I would if I, I'm not going to play this. I would, I would think I, I'm probably would throw six more points at Kentucky and get them up to about 27 and a half and see what happens. And okay. I like that. All right. Two real quick games. And then we got to get to the NFL. We have to talk about this on Ole Miss, Tennessee Lane Kiffin returns to Neyland stadium after he looked like a clown show as the Tennessee Vols head coach. He's definitely gotten his act together. I'm becoming a lane train fan. I think he's good for the game. He has a little character. Uh, like Bryce Harper said, you know, make sports fun again. Um, shootout. Over under 82. Tennessee at home dogs. Plus two and a half. I want to say the line initially started plus three and a half. So if you got that. I think this is a great spot for Tennessee to upset Ole Miss. Uh, but I actually do like the Ole Miss team total points. I believe I locked it in at 41 and a half. Tennessee's not stopping anybody. I mean, Florida has a stagnant offense, and I think they hung 38. Ole Miss should have no problem with Matt Corral, you know, scoring over 40, uh, 41 and a half. But Tennessee, they're rolling too. I mean, Hennon Hooker came in to replace Joe Milton, and he is on fire posting video game stats. Uh, Josh Heupel was finally getting that offense to click, so we're seeing that vintage UCF score 55 a game. Uh, so I, I think while this is the highest total in SEC history – if the rain holds off, I think you'll see them in the 90s to 100s personally. If it rains, I think you'll still see them in the 30s. Um, but it's going to be tough. But I think Tennessee hangs here. I mean, Arkansas took them down to the wire last week. You're on the road. They've had a gauntlet schedule. I think Tennessee could could pull out this win and get Heupel's first signature win. A lot of points. 82 and a half. That's crazy. But, hey, it could, it could hit. Uh, two, Tennessee, like you said, Ole Miss, I love. Get your popcorn ready, or we're going to eat popcorn or whatever that little saying is by him. Uh, I like it. I love the team. I love the coach. Man, Tennessee's playing well, playing really well right now. Brought in that, got Joe Milton out of there. Thank you. Again, I was the I, guy. And I, see, I, I'll make fun of myself because I'm opinionated. I was the guy when he said he was at Michigan. I said, keep an eye on him to put up big numbers and maybe an eye. Man, was I incorrect on that. So, you know, I'm usually the smartest man in the room and I'll tell you about it. But when I'm the dumbest, I got to tell you about it, too. So I two things I do in this. Man, this is going to be a fun game. Seven thirty. I would tease up Tennessee. Love it. And. I'll tell you, I would take a chance and tease up the total up to 88 and a half and take the under and just see if it could be that. That's a lot of points. Could it hit? Yes. Q's right. It could be in the 90s. It could be higher. It could be. I would roll the dice, though, jack it up a little bit more and take the under in this. But I like Tennessee. Uh, Take them in a teaser. I love them at eight. I think they can win the game outright. I mean, this one, maybe – this would be, you know, why not take a little, take money line. I mean, it's not a big, it's only minus two, but take a chance with um, the money line for Tennessee in this one. All right. My last play that I really love, I think I actually like this dog money line the best is Boston college at home. They're getting three over under 51 playing number 22 NC state. I love Boston college. 
Obviously, Dracovic goes out, huge loss, but that backup quarterback has come in and looked incredible. They score points. They're four and one. We took them on the over this year. You and me both liked Boston College this year. Uh, they are living up to the height at home. That place is going to be rocking. They haven't had a successful season in a while. And uh, if they can catch a road dog win against a ranked team, I think this is the spot they do it. I mean, NC State is very beatable, in my opinion. Uh, Boston College is, is the, the dog money line that I love. I love them. Plus three, plus three and a half. If you got it earlier in the week, I love that play. Yeah, I like Boston College here. I think they can win this game. I Like we said, we're on their uh, win total for the year. Uh, it's at seven. I, I would, I'd take Boston College. I'd take the money line on this, to, you know, whatever you want to do. Put it in a teaser, take the plus three. I love BC. Go BC today. And the only one I'm going to give, because I gave out all uh, two. I got two I got to give out here before we move to the NFL. I also took the under 58 and a half in the LSU Florida game. Like so it. I want to put that out there. And then, and one more teaser. So one straight play with that. And then I'm doing teasers. I, my last one is Oklahoma minus seven and a half. And I'm taking Utah at home up to plus six in a teaser. So my official plays so far, teaser, Missouri plus 15 and a half, Okie State plus 11, Indiana plus 10, Purdue 17 and a half in a teaser, Oklahoma minus seven and a half, Utah plus six in a teaser, and then a straight under 58 and a half LSU Florida. Those are my four plays. I might add one more teams. I like in it. BC's maybe one in a teaser army and another one. I really like keep an eye on army. You can get them up to about 20 points in that. I really like that game. I think they can hang with that. I just have a feeling cue and a teaser Alabama, get them down, down to about 11 at Mississippi State, I think they put a thumbing on Mississippi State today. I would be so scared if I was Mississippi State right now. Coming off a bad loss, you know they had the worst practice of the week. I love Alabama even at the 17 line, maybe by a half a point, minus 16 and a half. I don't even think you need to tease it, obviously teaser. That's our State Farm Insurance play of the week, the tease down Alabama, but I don't think you're going to need it. I think it's going to be 21 plus victory. They are pissed off. And then I, Cincinnati and another teaser. You know, they have to blow people out. Absolutely. And they will. And they know that. And uh, yeah, because, you know, I was listening to um, the Paul Stone podcast. Really like him. Really respect him. We've, we've been trying to get him on the show. I'd love to have Paul Stone come on. And I think he talked about Cincinnati really needs Bama to lose one more time to be comfortable, maybe getting a shot. Because if they Bama doesn't lose. Well, they need too. They need, yeah, they need a couple teams to lose, uh, yeah. but they got to put a thumping on people. So keep an eye on that. And then one more I like in a teaser or maybe even straight up. Keep an eye on UAB today. I think they play Southern Miss. I think they blow out Southern Miss. So yeah, I think you can get them straight or in a teaser, and I think you'll be all right. That's it for me for college. All right, let's go to the NFL. If I was London, I would ask the NFL for a refund. We're not paying for you to come over here. The one and four Dolphins playing 0 and five Jags. Dolphins are my team. I actually do think they pick up win number two here. I think just the Urban Meyer stuff. I think he's on his way out after one season. Him and Trevor Lawrence aren't on the same, you know, playing field uh, in terms of communication. You got Urban Meyer saying he's not comfortable with a quarterback sneak. Trevor Jones says, "Yeah, I'm comfortable, but we never practice it." Um, Dolphins should be getting Tua back. I know you're not a huge Tua fan, but he's better than Jacoby Brissett, in my opinion. 
I think the Dolphins can catch the minus three win. That Jaguars team is just a dumpster fire. I'm not going to spend any more time on that. Under. I always love playing unders with the Dolphins with Tua. Dink and dunk. Very slow. Now you take this guy that hasn't played for weeks and you bring him in in this situation. What are they going to do? They're going to try to keep him uh, safe. Not a lot of hits. I think a lot of dink and dunks run the ball a little bit. The under is seven and one in this series. I love a teaser underplaying this. Miami is two and three ATS. Jacksonville's one and four ATS. Again, if I had to take a straight line in this, I'd probably take the Dolphins, but I will be looking for teasing the points up and taking an under in this game. All right. I don't have a play on it. So if you don't, we'll skip it. If you do, we'll talk about it. The Bengals Lions game. I have nothing. The only thing I'll say in this is, you know, the, the Lions, the Lions, um, you know, the Lions have been playing extremely tough and they've been staying in games. And I've been taking the Lions and teasers. Heartbreakers. Yeah, the heart. I mean, coach is crying on the podium last week because he yeah. felt so bad. You know, oh. guy cares. Guy's a little quirky, man. Um, old T.O., that's my teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> under is, uh, I saw a stat, a nine and three in the last 12 Cincinnati games. Right now, you have it, it's at 47 and a half. Maybe tease it up and see what you can do there. I personally, I mean, again, I have one official play right now. I'll hunker down and get them out by tonight or tomorrow morning early. I would probably tease up the lines again, get them up to about nine and a half and take the, the home uh, dog there and see if they can cover and keep this game close. All right, Packers-Bears. I think the Packers get the win. I think the Bears are, are starting to be on the right track with Justin Fields, but I still think the Packers are just too dominant. They're starting to roll. They had a tough win on the road last week, prepared them for this week. Seems like they have the Bears' numbers. I like the Packers in a teaser. I like the Packers in a money line parlay. What about you? I had this. I, I jumped on this earlier in the week, and I jumped on this game, and I took it up to 51 points. And I took the under in this. I think this will be Bears have a pretty good defense. Uh, Bears, you know, offense is eh, okay at times. I think this game, I think the Packers win. I, I hope it's under 51. I'll keep this one short and sweet. Texans, Colts, Colts lay in 10 over under 43 and a half. I like two plays here. I like teasing the Texans up. I just don't think the Colts are going to beat them by 16 to 17. If you did a six or a seven point teaser. Yeah, but I do like the Colts in the money line parlay build like a four or five uh, team parlay and get plus odds. So that's what I got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and Colts killed me Monday night. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, I like doing this. I've done it all year in the NFL. I take these teams. I don't care even how bad they are. You get them up to 16, 17 points. That's a lot of points in an NFL game. So I'd probably do the same. I mean, Mills is coming off a really good game against New England. Hasn't played well, played extremely well last week in that. I, yeah, I mean, both uh, three and two ATS, both teams. I would probably do the same, Q. I'd probably take the Texans up and try to get them in a teaser play. All right, Chiefs, Washington football team, Sunday at 1 o'clock. I actually thought with the Sean Taylor stuff, they might have flexed this to the Monday night game or Sunday night game. Uh, I think Sean Taylor deserves that respect. Well, Q, they can't do that. I'm going to jump in. They can't do that when no one knew this was even happening. And I, I, and I don't want to hear yeah. these people that keep saying, oh, this was this was, um, this was was planned. It, well, it's like yeah. alumni weekend. 
This okay, was the, alum, the alumni weekend might have been planned. Yeah, but not the environment. Yeah, and I'm going to say this because, you know, we live down here. We hear it for some people that, that listen to us that don't live in this area. Grant Paulson just tweeted out last night that they interviewed his brother that plays. He's a safety for Rice. They didn't even know about it. Didn't even days. know about it. He's like, I just found out three days ago. So stop it. It's you, know a- what he, you know what he knew? He knew that that team was getting crucified in the media, so they're saving face. That's what Gabe Taylor Absolutely knew. they are. And, it's the- a, and again, listen, we said this last week, and I'm going to put it on air again. Gruden, 11 years ago, really messed up, and up to all those emails. Shouldn't have said that, and we said that. We weren't, me and Q weren't backing John Gruden on his words at all. But for him now to be the one that's really getting sacrificed when there's email after email after email with personnel from the skins yep. and no one's and now they're now they're doing this and the junkies were great the other day and then i'm done with this but i wanted to get this on today bish said one of the greatest things they were saying that they could not get his parents or step i think it's his dad and maybe stepmom um up here for the ceremony the owner has his own plane he, couldn't, he no. couldn't fly them. He couldn't fly it down to pick them up to get them up here. Come on, people. And it was great listening to the fan base on yesterday morning on the junkies calling in and just how mad they are. They should be mad because it's a disgrace. Absolutely. Sean Taylor should get the biggest ceremony because he's a legend around here. And Absolutely. then and then to only give out 10,000 towels where last week they did up uh, a cancer towel giveaway and they made 40,000 or 50,000 towels. And now they're only doing 10,000. Come on, people. I mean, I don't want to hear this national media saying this is a great, this is a disgrace. The fan base, you would have had that cake set it on the junkies. You don't, you had the lowest attendance. You would have had more people there for this. You retire Taylor's jersey. It's a sellout. It's a Not sellout. for the simple fact that Dan Snyder is the owner and it's the skins. It's because, like you said, Sean Taylor is a legend here, and rightfully so. He was probably the greatest, at least one, two, him and Ed Reed are probably the two greatest safeties that I've ever seen play. And Sean Taylor, it's a travesty. will never be in a Hall of Fame because he didn't have enough time. But that guy was putting Hall of Fame numbers, and he would have done it the whole time. And to slap him in the face and spit on his name and jersey – to save face is an absolute disgrace. In my opinion, you go for the simple fact that you want to look for his number and you want to respect that. After that, after today's Sunday's game, don't go to a single game. If you're a true Skins fan or Washington football team, whatever you want to call it, stop going to the games. Stop Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. And again, you know, we don't, we go on rants here and there, but man, that had to be talked about. What a just sickening organization. They should be really. And then the NFL came out yesterday and said something about, Oh, there was nothing in their emails or something. Oh, stop it. Stop yeah. it. Quit lying. Can't, can't Get off your knees. You're blowing Goodell. Stop it. It's, it's a right. joke. It's a no. joke. So, so guess what? I have this official play Kansas city. I jumped on it with the under with the green Bay game. I got I got Kansas City down to about a pick them to minus a half. I hope they go in and they beat them by about 40 tomorrow. I'm going to give you a trifecta. Chiefs minus six and a half. Chiefs in a teaser. Over City, over 54. There is no chance, absolutely no chance 
Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey will be stopped. They will catch everything thrown their way. They could have 300 yards each, and the Redskins still couldn't stop them. It's they, their defense, their back seven is going to get burnt so bad. They're going to have to go to MedStar for burns. That's how now, that's that is. A, this is a game, though, and here we go, because your father-in-law will think that Heineke is an NFL well, starter again because he's going to put up numbers. He's going to put numbers oh, up. He's going to put numbers up. There's no doubt. And, again, we I was just joking there because um, we had a good conversation about that last week, so I had to get that on the air, too. Uh, again, Heineke, I like the guy. I think he's a, a backup for sure, but you that's can cool. see – doesn't have the arm strength, flutters balls a little bit, but the balls will get there because their defense so bad. Very high scoring game, but I hope the Chiefs win big. I do too. All right, Chargers Ravens. This is a dog play that I actually do like. I actually earlier in the week got the Chargers at plus three and a half. I love them. I think they beat the Ravens. Uh, Ravens coming off a, a gutsy overtime performance win last week. The Chargers are rolling. Justin Herbert is the man. Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. It's just so hard for the Ravens to stop. The Ravens don't have a run game outside of Lamar Jackson, so that's going to hurt them. I like the Chargers in a teaser, and I like if you're I like plus three and a half. I don't really have a number on the over. It's fifty one. I don't have a line on that. It could be high scoring. It could be low. Um, but I like the Chargers pretty much anyway. Money line plus three and a half teaser. I love it. Yeah, because I had the <laughs> I'm staying off the under with this one because last week. I loved um, Browns Chargers and I teased up the points and I thought it was going to be a low scoring game. And that was just, that went crazy. Yeah. So probably- can I get, can I get the Chargers some advice? Cover Mark Andrews. The tight end. Yeah. yeah because been- the Colts surely couldn't do it the other night and that killed my teaser and everything. Uh, road teams have been doing really well in this, in this series. So uh, yeah, if I, if I, See what I do in this one. I'll think about this. This one's a tough one. I, I, I really, and I was not impressed with Baltimore's defense um, against the Colts. I thought the Colts should have ran the ball a little bit more than they did in that game uh, to run some clock because they were getting some big chunks in that too. I would tease up the Chargers in this. I take the Chargers in a teaser. Yeah, I like that. All right, Rams, Giants. Rams four and one. Giants one and four. The CBS Sports has the Giants plus eight, but I got uh, – I, man, I would have liked that number for the Rams. I got the Rams at minus nine and a half, over under 40 and a half. I like the Rams minus nine and a half on a small play. I love the Rams in a teaser. I love them in a money line parlay. Like I said, you build that parlay, four or five teams get plus odds, build that bankroll. And I like the under. The Rams are going to score against the Giants. Giants have a somewhat okay defense, so I don't think the Rams are going to hang 40 by any means. But the Giants, they're just injury – you know, riddled. I mean, their quarterback got his bell rung last week. So what's he going to do? Is he going to be hesitant to run? Uh, Saquon Barkley is out. Um, who else? Galladay's out. Sterling Shepard's questionable. I believe he's going to be out. So they really just don't have any offensive weapons. Kadarius Tony is out with an ankle slash suspension. So I just don't see where the Giants score points with, with uh, their offense right now. So I like the under. Giants 9-1 ATS last 10 against the Rams. Now, my thing is, why is this dropping? It opened 10 and a half. It was nine and a half earlier this week. Now it's down to eight and a half. So you know what I'm doing. 
I'm jumping on the Giants. I'm putting them in a teaser and get them up to about 14 and a half. And I'm going to take a chance with the Giants at home with Daniel Jones coming back. And well, that's all the money's going on New York for it to drop. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to jump on the Giants. I'm going to put them in a teaser. Take the take a home, take a home dog again and get him up very high. I love doing it. I mean, I like doing it even with the road teams sometimes. NFL is hard. It's quirky, man. Rams, hey, they're my Super Bowl pick. Love the quarterback, yep. love the weapons. Gonna I'm gonna hopefully play Robert Woods this week because I didn't play him last week and he had about 98 catches in the game. So I <laughs> uh, screwed up there. Uh, but I, I like the Giants. It's just with the line dropping, I, I'll take it up to 14 and a half and take the chance with the home dog. All right, if you don't have anything, then we'll breeze through this. I don't. Vikings, Panthers, Panthers plus two and a half at home, over under 45 and a half. McCaffrey's out again. The Panthers looked brutal last week. The Vikings looked brutal last week against the Lions. If I had to make a play, I would just say Vikings money line, but I have absolutely no read on this game. So don't even take that play, to be honest. I'm off of it. Yeah, Carolina, you know, got off to a great start. Schedules got a little harder, so struggling. Again, you take McCaffrey out of there. Um, it's hard. I, two things I'd do in this, you know, the dogs are very good in this series, so that would be Carolina. I would probably tease up Carolina and take a chance with them, or I'd tease up the points. And if you can get it at like 51, I got to see a new updated one. This is in my notebook from the other day. I had it 45, take it up to 51. I'd probably take the under, you know, Minnesota can score sometimes and other times they, they, they don't, uh, they've been banged up. I think they're, I think they have a buy next week off the top of my head. Could they sit some of those guys to rest them two straight weeks in a row and say, let's, let's roll after the buy. They could. So I, my first play in this would probably take, take the points up and take the under, or um, I would take Carolina. Oh. All right. This is going to be prime time on the West coast. You got the Cardinals playing the Browns Browns. I'm sorry. Well, you might even be East coast minus three and a half for the Browns over under 48 and a half. I see points. The Browns are giving up a lot of points and they were supposed to have a really good defense. That front line's just not getting to the quarterback. Miles Garrett's kind of underperforming this year. Um, and then the Cardinals, they lose Chandler Jones. So I think, uh, like we saw last week, the Browns will be able to score. Nick Chubb should be able to run. Um, I, I see points here. As far as the line, I don't really have a play on it. I think it's it's probably right where it needs to be, that around that field goal. But I do see this as like a field goal game. So I don't want to steer anybody wrong. I would just take the over in this. But it's not on my card. Well, a couple things in this. Chubb is out, not playing. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, he's ruled out. And Arizona, Kingsbury has COVID. He's not coaching. Uh, quarterback coach is out. They have a couple staff members out. Now, Sean King made a great point last night on the nightcap. And he said, think about a team. Now I had it and now I'm going to lose the team. There goes my point. But some team um, this year, oh, it was uh, the Saints. The Saints lost their like their entire coaching staff and they laid an egg they couldn't score they yeah. couldn't do anything he said you know you look at that now this is the same slight situation here with with the cardinals no head coach couple coaches out who's really going to be calling the plays what can you do and again i'm going to say it i'm not high on this cardinals team i think they're good what do i do every week i bet against the cardinals now uh they are undefeated I, they are a good team. I'm just kind of joking. It's a joke that we have between some of us. Yeah. 
But I, I love, I love Cleveland. I don't care that, you know, Chubb, that's a big loss, but you got Kareem Hunt. It's not like you have no running back. You still got a really good running back there. A lot of teams only have one really good running back. There's yeah. not these teams that can go, Hey, we're going to go too deep on you and stuff. You know, it, it's opened at three. It's bounced up to three and a half. I love this in a straight play. I love Cleveland tomorrow. I think Cleveland wins this game. I think they win by more than three and a half. They're going to give Arizona their first loss. Go Browns. Can't believe I just said that. All right. This is actually probably um, for the NFC, the team I like the most. 4-1 Cowboys are traveling up to New England to play the Patriots. Cowboys laying three. I got it three and a half. I wish I'd have got that three over under 15 and a half. I think this Cowboy team, and we haven't said this in a while, I think they're legit this year. I think Michael Parsons going there has changed that defense. And it's it's crazy to say that just one rookie has done that. Trayvon Diggs is going to be a pro bowler for sure on the back end. I really like this team. I think the Cowboys are for real. I love the minus three. Add them to that money line parlay. That's probably my play of the day is Cowboys minus three. Yeah, Dallas, a very exciting team to watch. You know, I, I, I've said it. I love their two tight ends. I love the two running back situation. Dak is yeah. unbelievable. Parsons is a stud. The secondary guy that you said digs is unbelievable. Little rumor right now. I'm gonna, I read it yesterday. They're saying that they might be interested in Joe Hayden from the Steelers trying to make a trade. Now, both teams are kind of denying it, but we'll have to see what happens with that. Oh, they might reach out to the Dolphins and get back Byron Jones because the Dolphins are tanking. That'd I mean, yeah, you had that secondary and their defense a lot better than it has been a lot back. better than it has been back. dangerous team here. Now, a couple things on this for me, Elliot's questionable. Yeah, so, but I like, too. I do too, but that's a big loss. You take, you take him out. I mean, that's, that's a big loss. And again, I agree. I just said it with Cleveland, you know, Pollard can step right in. Yeah. I kind of, you know, I've, I've done this with New England. They're a tricky team on defense sometimes. Didn't play great last week. Didn't play. Should have lost. Mm, I love teams to rebound here. I got two thoughts in this game. I would tease up New England, get them to about 10. And I really like teasing the points up and taking the under. I just don't see the Patriots scoring, so I love your, your underplay. I don't know about teasing them to 10. I could see the Cowboys winning 10 to 14. But like, like I said, Cowboys are rolling even without Zeke. Close. Um, it's going to be close, Q. It's like Lee Corso is closer than the experts think. Hey, I, I said it with Tampa. Hey, remember, remember, I was the one on the show that said when they when Tampa rolled into there, I said, keep an eye on this New England team that they're going to keep it close. Same to me, same situation. Belichick will have them up for this game. They will try to control the ball a little bit. A lot of dink and dunks. That's why I like the teaser underplay. But I think this game's close. We'll be. We'll see. All right. Broncos hosting the Raiders. Broncos laying four over under forty three and a half. Broncos have lost two straight. They haven't looked that great. Teddy Bridgewater hasn't played bad. They just the defense has had some laps. They couldn't stop anybody. Uh, which is uncharacteristic. They have a really good defense. I think they bounce back for two reasons. I think just their talent, they're going to get back on track. Again, Teddy Bridgewater hasn't played bad by any means. They just, they, their defense kind of let them down and they just, you know, couldn't score. Uh, Ingram, you know, was kind of struggling. I think they bounce back at home. Um, and the Raiders, they have a lot of distractions. You know, obviously a couple of the guys are coming out bashing 
um, John Green, but a lot of the players, you know, were saying, hey, we're going to do this for John. You know, we loved him. He was great to us. You know, whatever the media is saying, we didn't see that side of him. Um, you know, I hope the Raiders can continue the success. I just don't see it in this week. I think they go to three and three, especially last week with all the distractions. They just could not score against Chicago. Their defense couldn't stop, you know, a young rookie quarterback who really has no offensive weapons in Chicago. So I think we're going to see for the next couple of weeks, they're going to struggle. I mean, they're just getting crucified in the media. You know, that's a distraction in practice. So I, I like the Broncos and that, um, that minus four role. Really like to tease them. Uh, I would actually do a seven-point teaser, take the juice, get the Broncos down to plus three. So if they lose by field goal, you at least push, keep your money. Um, I have no play on the over or under. You just don't know what the Broncos offense is going to do, but I like the Broncos in this one. Stat line, I saw eight and one last nine in the under in this series. All right, there you go. I would tease this up and I'd take the under. You know, Denver didn't do much against Pittsburgh. Then late, I put the game on and I think I about jinxed the Steelers because Denver started coming back and about came back in that game and started scoring points. I think it's a very low scoring game. Again, you know, Raiders, a lot of distraction. What's going on there. Carr has not played well lately in this. I, I like, I like the under, I tease the points up. Uh, you know, it's at sitting right now and scores and odds at 43 and a half, get it up to 49 and a half and take the under. I think you're a winner in that. All right. I'm going to say fade me because I don't usually take the Steelers off. And when I do, they lose. I like the Steelers at minus four and a half today. I think they win by a touchdown over under 42 and a half playing the Seahawks. Geno Smith came in that pick that he threw at the end of the game was not his fault. The receiver tripped. He put it right on the spot. Uh, as an NFL quarterback, a lot of guys I saw on Twitter were like, how did he miss Tyler Lockett that bad? Well, here's the thing in college, you throw to a receiver because they're fast. You just play talent in the NFL. You throw it to a spot. That's how these quarterbacks are groomed. He threw it to the perfect spot. Tyler Lockett tripped. He tried to draw a flag. It didn't happen. It is what it is. Can't blame that on Geno, in my opinion, because he didn't trip until after the ball was already thrown. So that's not on the quarterback. And I, that's the problem. I think these stats for quarterbacks, they get screwed, especially on a ball that a receiver should catch. And it's a pick. I think the NFL needs to get rid of that. It's a joke. But I like the Steelers a minus four and a half. We're going to see vintage Geno Smith here. Uh, I, I just think at home, you know, they got a good win last week. I think they get their third win this week. Yeah, I mean, Steelers, I, I watched about half the game. I mean, I tracked all of it. You know, best day for them blocking rushing. I mean, uh, Najee had um, 123 yards before yeah. he was kind of dinged up. So maybe the offensive line's coming together a little bit here on that. Defense sometimes, you know, was looking really good, and then they kind of went into that, like, a little somewhat prevent now unders 11, three last 14 in Seattle games under 26 and 16. And, um, in the Steelers last 42, I like in this, I agree. I think Steelers win. I think they'll be ready. Geno Smith's not a bad backup. I mean, he's not a bad backup overall. No, but he could York and we're going to see that here. Yeah. I mean, Seattle has weapons, you know, they got some good wide receivers. Steelers are going to have to do a good job there. Um, Seattle's defense is not good, not good at all, but I still, for some reason, uh, man, my favorite play in this is take it up to 48 and a half and take the under, I think Steelers win. I think they cover, I think it put the Steelers in a teaser too, but I'm leaning this with all those stats and all those trends 
I like taking it up to 48 and a half, and I'm probably going to make it an official play and take the under in this. All right, Monday night game. This is going to be like the Redskins game. Points, points, points. Love the over, 53 and a half. The Titans can't stop anybody. I mean, they gave up 20, what, 27 to the Jets. I mean, the Bills are just going to throttle them for 30 or 40. But I don't think the Bills are necessarily going to stop the Titans. Um, did you hear Folio Jones is back? Obviously, A.J. Brown played last week. Uh, what I heard earlier in the week, Jones was supposed to play. Okay. So now you have to guard A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and Derrick Henry. I just don't see it. I think Tannehill's a good quarterback. He's going to find those guys. You're not going to stop Derrick Henry. There's not a team in the NFL that can stop him. When you run a 4-4 and you're the size of a freaking linebacker, like 245 pounds, 6'5", it's unstoppable. Points, points, points. That's my play of the day in that game. Yeah, I like, I like Tennessee in this spot. Buffalo's coming off a really big win. And again, Buffalo might be the top dog now in the AFC for sure. But underdogs, eight, one, and one in this series. I like I like a team at home. I love it in a teaser. You get Tennessee up to a, like 11 and a half. I love it. Now, Buffalo, pretty good against the run, but give me a lot of Derrick Henry and throw the ball to those wide receivers. I'll tell you what, I, I think this is one that, you know, when you have a team that can come off a game at Kansas City, I'm shocked what they did in Kansas City. Um, I, I personally was going to play Kansas City in that game. And then I think I played the first half under, which was a loser. But I couldn't believe when I got up the next day at the score of the game and how bad they beat Kansas City. Now, Kansas City's defense, like we said, is not very good. But I just couldn't believe Buffalo's a very talented team. But teams that come off a big win like that, Everybody's like, oh, yep, they're the, you know, they're the top dog now, this and that. And keep an eye on Tennessee to maybe hang around in this. Love Tennessee in a teaser. Maybe even take Tennessee just the plus five and a half. That is your week six NFL slate. Man, we, we crushed that. I was like, I like that pace. That rapid fire. Oh, we don't have the boys plays. They're not with us. They got some other uh, oblos. So they'll be on probably next week. Stay they'll on probably, Twitter. They'll probably tweet it out today. Yep. Yeah, be on Twitter. But if you you know if you don't have Twitter, we really urge you. You don't even, you don't have to post. Just follow us. You know, we'll you'll see our plays. It's a lot easier too to keep track. You know, if you can just read it on Twitter. Um, you know, versus trying to listen in between the show uh, for our plays. So they'll have theirs out on Twitter for sure. We'll have ours on Twitter. What's going on? I know. Yeah, I just wanted to give, I mean, I'm not going to give names or anything, but we got a, uh, a person uh, DM'd us the other day and just thanked us, said he really enjoyed the podcast. And we really appreciate that because, again, we like doing this. We like talking sports with each other. Uh, we like winning money ourselves, but we like people winning. And the person continued saying that, thank you. Um, I really enjoy your guys' show. Uh, you're helping me out. I've won a lot this year, like doing better than I usually have. I really like all your info. So we appreciate that. And, you know, I really like that a person reached out and said that to us. It makes and, you know, fires us up to keep doing this and keep putting the work in and trying to get stats and information for you. Um, you know, also, I said to the person, if you ever have a game, that you want us to research and talk about on the show, please reach out and do that. And that goes for anybody. Please DM us. Please write us yeah. anything you have NFL uh, college 
um, you know, basketball, college, bat. we're big into college basketball. We're going to do, you know, we're going to do shows on that. So anything you have, please reach out, communicate with us, man. We love the interaction. Like I said earlier, even just kind of going back and forth on some games with the Penn State with a couple people, that was enjoyable. I mean, we're not, not trying to be hurtful at all. It's just in good fun and it makes the day fun and um, hopefully your team wins, but hopefully really our teams win because we want to win the money. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not only for us, it makes us better. You know, we like to hang out and do it, uh, but we do it for you guys. So, you know, just listen, like I said, I urge you to get a Twitter. If you don't have one, you don't have to post, but it is easier to track our plays, especially, you know, we all have lives. This isn't our full-time job. So, you know, when guys have obligations, uh, and it can be on the show, you know, no hard feelings. It is what it is, but you can find their plays on Twitter. You know, just because they're not on the show doesn't mean they're not giving winners. Um, I know I've had great weeks where I haven't been on the show, but I've posted great numbers on Twitter. So um, follow all of us. You know, we'll keep pumping out stuff. We'll, we'll keep pumping out winners. You know, please spread the word. Uh, the only way we can grow is through our fan base. You know, we can't force anybody to listen to us, you know. Um, so if you could spread the word. Uh, and help grow this thing. You know, we're only going to get better and bigger. Uh, it's free. We're, we're trying to win not only our, our money, keep our wives off our back. Uh, like somebody said, you throw a couple couple bills on the table, no questions, which is great. So uh, hopefully we can do the same in your household. But, um, yeah, like you said real quick before we go, we'll, we'll start college basketball here up in the next couple weeks. We're not going to do conference breakdowns just because it's not like Power 5. For NFL, I mean, the money is where the mid-majors are, in my opinion, and there is a lot of conferences to cover, so we just don't have time. You know, we're going to have some good guests. Last year, we brought on Greg Peterson. We'd love to get him back on. We're going to fire some more people. Uh, you know, I'm sure Tim Murray, Pete Medhurst would love to come, you know, on with us. So uh, we'll be bringing you knowledgeable guests, continue to grow this thing. Still going to be pumping out college football, NFL plays throughout, you know, the championships. Uh, but we're going to also be putting a little time into basketball. So um, might do one show a little longer, two shows a little shorter. We'll figure that out. But uh, no conference previews. We'll kind of touch on some things. And we'll do conferences as we go in, in our talks. But uh, we'll get you guys winners for that. Um, we got a good guest. We're not going to give it out. But we, you know, until it gets closer. But we have a good one coming in two weeks that we've worked really hard to try to get her on. So um, we're, we're excited. She's um, – Again, very talented and, you know, uh, we can't wait to have her on the show. But right now it's scheduled for about two weeks. Um, so we're excited. We're not going to give it away. Um, but she's she's a talent. Absolutely. All right. That's all I have. If that's all you have, we'll end it. Yeah, let's win some money. Enjoy the games, people. Go outside, get some fresh air and win some cash. As we always leave it, bang your bookie. We out. Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.